So for the first couple of years of qualify, I basically felt like I was fundraising for a year and a half, two years straight, nonstop. And uh, I've been a part of startups before, but I had never really. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, 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 greetings. I'm joined now by Darian McKell. He's the co-founder and CEO of Qualify, a SaaS platform that powers the fastest phone interview experience in the world and helps recruiting teams hire great candidates seven times faster. Qualify's frictionless screening platform saves both recruiters and candidates time while maintaining a human touch. Typical phone interviews have been shown to add six to eight days to an already long hiring process. Qualify eliminates that, enabling recruiters to scale effectively and win talent with speed. Before Qualify, Darian served as the VP at Viral Launch, a data-driven market intelligence and optimization solutions for Amazon Marketplace retailers driving e-commerce revenues to grow and more efficient marketing spend. It is a mouthful. <laughs> well, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for the intro and uh, appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, no, I'm excited. So Qualify, love the branding. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we just talked about what it is. So was there, was there a need for this really? Like, I'm thinking about my experience both as an interviewer and an interviewee. I remember lots of these things. I found value and meaning in this time. Um, but I hear you saying, no, no, we got to do this a bit faster. Like, talk to us about that particular pain point and how... Yeah kind of came came to that conclusion yeah no for sure and um obviously i'm biased but um i think that there's definitely a need for it and we've been able to hear that from from customers that have been finding a lot of value in what we provide so it's been really really gratifying lately um but it kind of stemmed from you mentioned my experience at my last company, Viral Launch. We were growing really fast, um, and I was kind of this one-man internal ops team that was doing finance, doing all like the general admin legal stuff, and then also HR and recruiting. And so it was just this combination of me being busy and then also always looking for ways to optimize and create better processes and uh, better experiences and uh, the phone interview. Is something that most people overlook and it was something that really kind of caught my eye in the way that it was taking up a lot of my time um in, in terms of you know me scheduling all these different 15 to you know 30 minute phone calls and you know by definition i'm not going to hire you know every single person so it's it's uh you learn from a lot of candidates but it's, it's yeah. wasteful in nature you know ultimately yeah. and so and that was realistically on a small scale we were you know growing really fast, but still a pretty small company. Um, and as the, a lot of the customers that we serve are doing, you know, hundreds of uh, hires per month. And so mm-hmm. and they still have a relatively small team. And so it can really add up and make the processes difficult to, to manage. Yeah. So I want to have two conversations from that point, right? I want to talk more about Qualify, the platform, but then I want to talk about your process as a black founder, right? So one yeah. of the things I do in my role is I operate an accelerator and, you know, this innovation piece 
And then the access to capital piece are obviously two huge sort of challenges in the community. So I want to hear more about your building Qualify. Um, How exactly, (laughs) how exactly does it work without telling us the, you know, the algorithm or the, you know, without giving the software secret away, like how exactly, how how does it work? Yeah, and and you're referring to like, like kind of like the how did we get started and how we got to at least where we're at today in that in that regards or like how does the actual technology work the technology like how does it oh happen? yeah yeah no i'm happy to like break that down it's very like let's uh, let's just take this real example right i've got to hire three people between now and the end of january right and yeah. i've got that many people and i know some of the people we work with are hiring it so how would it work for me yeah, hundred percent. I won't even get into the technical side because then I'll start to sound stupid because we have much smarter people than me building out the actual um, backend stuff. But okay. the, uh, in terms of how it all works, um, you as the person doing the recruiting, you would go into, you log in, go into our software, and you'd be able to uh, pre-record, you know, questions using your own voice. So you would. There's a simple recording feature. It lets you go in there, start and stop the recording. You can ask any type of question that you'd like. And generally, when we get you started, we help you navigate that, give you a little bit of education on best ways to format the interviews. Um, but really, it's it's your choice in terms of how you want to lay out and structure your interviews. But once you record that, you can structure those interviews and it creates this consistent um, consistent experience that then you can then invite candidates to. And so for, uh, for that, you can do it, you know, one at a time, all you need is their first name, last name, email, and phone, and it'll shoot them an invite. And you can also do that in bulk. And we can also automate that through connecting to, you know, your systems potentially, um, and candidates will receive the email or text message invitation from you and it'll take them to an instruction page where they can uh, read about the uh, the experience it's branded to you as an employer and then when they're ready they hit start and our system will call their phone Um, and so it's a little bit different than other interviewing platforms um, and the fact that it does take place over a standard phone call. Uh, so it makes it really accessible and uh, very familiar. It's just like kind of responding to voicemail, except it's a series of uh, series of questions that they're responding to. And then obviously we, we capture those recordings. And then, yeah, yeah it's, so They're going to get a call. It's going to be my voice. They're going to hear my excitement. I'm going to ask a question. Beep. They respond. Yeah. I capture that. So then... At the end of the day, I just get these responses categorized by responding. Question. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And um, and we're just kind of you know you know at the tip of the iceberg in terms of all the things that we want to do in audio and phone and with all the things that we're doing from a data perspective. Right now, we're really focused on just you know creating that experience that I just outlined and making it seamless and really fast um, but yeah when you get your responses you're able to just simply see the question and click and listen to the response you don't have to listen to yourself talk anymore so it kind of eliminates most of you know the wow. half of the conversation and uh, we also have transcription so you can skim through we do keyword matching as well um okay. some okay. really so, I mean, really I listen really the responses <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) You can also share with your, share with other people on your team too. um, Okay. So let me ask this question. Um, I'm certain you get this question a lot. So 
I know I was always taught to prepare a couple of questions for the interview, Mm -hmm. right? So how then do they go about getting their questions answered if it's not going to really be a live format for them? Yeah, no, for sure. That is something that, uh, when we, like I mentioned, when we help people get started, one of the things that we help them outline is that it's not, we want it to be as conversational as possible, even though it's a one way facing interview. And one of those ways that we do that is usually telling them, uh, for their last question that they ask, usually saying like, Hey, this is, you know, all the questions that I had, but would love to hear what you're curious about, what questions that you might have for us. Um, they don't get those questions immediately answered on the spot. At least today they don't, um, something that we are you know interested in, in figuring out in the future. But right now, the way that that works is the recruiter now has better context on that candidate, what they're curious about. So when they, um, have the next live interview, they have that interview available to reference and be, to be prepared for that conversation going in, or they could respond, you know, at their own discretion directly to that candidate and either email or, um, text message calling them back or, you know, any number of communications, but, um, that's, that's the typical way right now. Awesome. If you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. I am talking with Darian McKell, who's the co-founder and CEO of Qualify. We're having a conversation about what that platform does. And now I'm going to pivot a bit um, because I want this to be meaningful for for Black founders as well. Right. Um, And so, first of all, did you find meaning in any kind of local incubator, accelerator programs? What has been your uh, access to mentors and that kind of thing? Yeah, we've we've gone through actually a number of accelerators, pre-accelerators, um, whatever whatever you want to call them. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like all kind of like from the beginning, we went through G beta, which is, um, a generator, uh, program generators, uh, an accelerator. They have different accelerators across the country and, um, they have these pre-accelerators that are supposed to kind of prepare you for, um, kind of the basics, get you ready for, you know, taking on funding or whatever that, you know, they're really like early pre or pre, pre, uh, seed stage, uh, companies. And, um, so we went through that, this is a seven week program. I'm trying to think what else we also, um, one of my investors, um, before she started her fund, which is a, a fund, I think it's maybe a year in. Um, so it's a new fund before she started that she had a, uh, a mini accelerator uh, called be nimble. Her name's Kelly Jones. Um, so we went through the be nimble accelerator and then, um, Earlier this year, we got accepted into Techstars. Um, we went through the Techstars Anywhere program, and that really um, set the bar for me, you know, in terms of uh, accelerators in general, like the programming the network. Uh, it was just really well run and really changed the trajectory of the company. And we still, part of the program is to meet with. I believe over 70 potential mentors in like a two week period of time, um, during one stint of the program. And, um, at least one of those mentors, uh, we still work with on, uh, almost a daily basis at this point. Um, she's, she's really involved in the company. And so that alone was, you know, monumental, but there's been a lot of things that we learned throughout the throughout the program, other founders that we get to, you know, commiserate with and, um, just, uh, learn from 
Uh, and like I mentioned, just the broader network has been, been really huge. And then lastly, um, especially for, um, black founders, we, I mentioned generator at the beginning, we went through the pre-accelerator and then also recently we went through, uh, one of their actual accelerators and it's a black founder accelerator in partnership with Northwestern mutual. Um, and so, um, that, that has been really cool to be a part of as well. Excellent. Okay. So not only <laughs> is it important to find these programs and go through them, but it may be important to go through more than one program. Um, love yeah. to say that. Love to say that. Okay. So really cool. So I want to ask you this with regard to kind of your capital, your capital raise. How is it going? Where are you with it? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what's the goal? Yeah. So, um, just a little context. So for the first couple of years of qualify, I basically felt like I was fundraising for a year and a half, two years straight nonstop. And, uh, I've been a part of startups before, but I had never really fundraised or, you know, done that part of of it. I like talked with investors and stuff like that, but I never really actively fundraised. We were fortunately, uh, most of my time at my last company were bootstrapped most of the time. And so we had the luxury of not really having to talk to investors. So it was, it was kind of cool in that regards, but then, yeah, when I had to go out on my own and do this from scratch, um, it was, it was tough and I was very over-optimistic. I thought I was like, Oh yeah, I know investors. I'll be able to raise money in like a few months. And that was not the case. And it was, uh, it, it, it tested me in a lot of ways. Uh, but, Fortunately, I was able to string along some like small angel checks enough to like continue, continue the journey, continue the mission and slowly rolled it. Um, You know, it seemed like when one check ran out, the next check came in um, right on time. And we were very fortunate in that way. Um, Luckily, I was able to bring on my brother um, full time. Uh, He's my co-founder, but luckily he was able to come on full time. you know, with me, uh, at, at one point. And then, like I mentioned earlier this year, we got accepted into tech stars and then we also raised a pre-seed round on uh convertible notes. Um, and so it was like our first true funding and we were able to bring my other two, fun- uh, co-founders on full-time and then start to build out the team like we are today. Um, and then, uh, we have some other news on the fundraising front that's, uh, that I haven't announced yet, but, um, be, I'll say that I've learned a lot about fundraising and it's, it's gone better in in recent times. And so, um, really, really excited about what we've been able to build. And I've told a lot of people that perseverance has been my word, um, because there's a lot of times in during those early days where I feel like we could have and should have quit. Um, but luckily we continued and, and found things that worked and found believers both on the customer side and investor side. And, and then, especially during this year, we've learned a lot about a lot of parts of the business that have really helped us to, to grow and, and bring on those other investors as well. I say this is exciting. Um, qualify.hr, that's Q-U-A-L-I-F-I.hr. Um, and you can Correct. Kind of see how it is that this incredible platform works. It answered my next question, which is, is this thing up and running? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, so your customer discovery process, what was that like? Um, how did you kind of get this thing 
uh, tested and and prove that 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 this needed to happen. Yeah, it was um, the customer discovery in the early days was really tough because we we're in a broad space. We are a recruitment software and there's so many different lanes and so many different industry types, so many different company types and down to each recruiter, how specific, you know, how they operate specifically. And so um, it started off with me thinking, Hey, this was my experience. I was at a tech company and a fast growing tech company. So let's go talk to my other tech company friends and see if they're, see if this resonates. Um, and they were really receptive to like trying things, but, um, we learned that it wasn't the best fit for a lot of the folks that we reached out to initially. And, um, when we were first getting going, it was really tough because we didn't have like a full fleshed out product. And that's not what I would advise people to do. We had less than an MVP, if, if an MVP, um, and it was something that's new that people hadn't done before. Um, and so, on all sides of it, there's different interactions that we had to care about. One recruiters, how they would use it. Candidates, how they would interact. Recruiters care about how candidates feel about the experience. And so um, we felt like we needed to continue to along the way, just continue to build out the product and make it better and better. And the way that we did it was just kind of continuously like iterating on the product we had a vision for what we wanted to create. Um, and we just started small and as, uh, feedback came in, we made adjustments and continue to make adjustments. Um, and, uh, just learned along the way. I always had like a vision of, all right, like naming the different stages of our product. Like this is our beta product. And like, this is our launch product. This is V1. And we never truly did that. It just kind of just new features got pushed out over time and, users just got the benefits of, you know, all those improvements. Um, and they were a big part of a part of that. Um, so yeah, we've, we've made a, a lot of adjustments and really now we're focused on a couple of key verticals where before we were just talking to any and every recruiter and HR leader. Mm, makes sense. So you've had a, yeah. had a narrowing that has come. Yeah, about. that was, that was definitely the toughest probably the toughest piece. Cause we were just like, we didn't really know what our direction was and any type of recruiter could have taken us down a totally different path. But, um, what, where we were fortunate is, uh, we were able to land a couple of key customers, um, really at the beginning of this year that kind of set the tone and the foundation for who we focus on now. And they had a lot of success that we were able to replicate in, tell others about, uh, build case studies off of them. And they were really active and, um, willing to help us by, you know, partnering, you know, on the marketing front and in some aspects. And so, um, having other real recruiters say like, yes, this works, this is a success we've had, um, really helped us to be able to share with other people. Mm-hmm. I have one final question for you. We're, we're out of time, but I want to ask you this. Are you the technical founder or one of the technical founders? No. Um, All right. So I, that, uh, that, you know, that opens up. He's <laughs> a non-technical founder of Qualify, which is obviously a tech-enabled 
tech innovation um, company so exciting, right? Because I know tons of businesses that need a technical component, but because they can't think through it, they believe they can't attract someone who can. You know what I mean? How, like, yeah. like what? Just walk me through even how you like navigated that. Like, how did yeah. you find the co-founder that was willing to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I got super super lucky. What I would tell anybody is like, just use your strengths. Um, some people are good at sales. Some people are good at design. Some people are good at just telling stories. And so like whatever you have, if you're just getting started with the concept and idea, just maximize what you're good at. And for me, that was collaborating. I'm, a, I'm an ideas person um, and a collaborator. And so I, I think what I do well is cast a vision and, and see problems and find the solutions in those problems. Um, but I can't take credit for really anything that's been built. Um, I'll throw my opinions in there every once in a while, but um, but really it's the, the team that's been able to execute on it. But in terms of finding the founders, like I said, I got lucky. Our first technical founder, um, I searched the technologies I knew that we needed on LinkedIn. And uh, he was one of a few people in my local area that popped up and he happens to be super talented, super experienced, been a part of startups and then large companies like Salesforce and, and New Relic. So he kind of knows both sides of the, the game there. And he was down for the cause and, um, you know, was willing to be a co-founder, work for free and um, help get this thing started. Um, and then I mentioned my brother is one of my co-founders. He's not technical either, um, but he is kind of the connecting point to our fourth um, co-founder who is a self-taught developer. Um, they were previous co-founders of a different business, teammates in college, roommates as well. And so there's close ties there. And um, one beside you or under you? Uh, so like, yeah, so Devin, my brother, and I, we we're CEO, COO, respectively. And then um, Keenan and Deshaun are VP of product and VP of engineering, respectively. And um, we have to be the guiding force for, you know, the whole team. And we work really collaboratively with each other and try not to make decisions in our own bubbles and, and, and really uh, align ourselves with, with where we're all trying to head. So, um, awesome. yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it. Man, and then there's there's so much more conversation we can have around collaboration. Um, good grief! I mean, <laughs> this is it's it's fun and also challenging, especially the growing growing team. I'm learning along yeah, the way of how to like get get more people. Challenging. Yeah, it takes it takes a level of self awareness and humility and um, that sometimes you got to find because maybe you didn't have it before. <laughs> yeah. If you want to work, you got to, you know, you got to be willing to do that. So just congrats to you. Kudos to you. Um, I think there are going to be some ways that we can collaborate. So <laughs> I would love that. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. And um, again, it's qualify Q U A L I F I dot H R. Um, you can get more information about this incredible product to speed up the process of growing your team. So um, thank you so much for the, for the interview. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. 
This show is brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes, we do debt restructuring, and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So give us a call. We can fix your credit. We can restructure your debt. And if you're a real estate investor, I would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets. 757-932-0177. That's 757-932-0177. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street.